Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are continuing in Matthew chapter 17 and some cross-references, looking at what is often called the transfiguration of Jesus because this is the account where Jesus was transfigured. In the previous episode, we saw uh, Peter's response. I want to pick that up and then move from there. In chapter 17 of Matthew, verse 4, it says this, Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will make three tabernacles here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. And if you'll remember from the previous episode, we saw that Peter said this because he didn't know how to respond. He didn't know what to say. He just and he was just saying, uh, uh, "Lord, we're going we're going to build a thing of honor unto you. We're going to build a thing a, a tabernacle unto you and unto Moses and Elijah." Luke tells us that he'd said this, and he didn't know what he was saying. That he didn't know what he was saying. Likely the idea being that he's equating the Lord Jesus Christ with man, Moses and Elijah. Now, verse 5 of Matthew 17 continues. While he was still speaking, so it's while Peter was still speaking, while he's saying this, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And we're going to learn, learn, learn more about this cloud with one of the other Gospels in just a moment. A bright cloud overshadowed them. And behold, a voice came out of the cloud and said, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down to the ground and were terrified. And Jesus came to them and touched them and said, Get up and do not be afraid. And lifting up their eyes, they saw no one except Jesus himself alone. Now, just think what they've experienced here in these eight verses in Matthew. They have seen the Lord transfigured. They've seen the glory of the Lord. They've seen the glory that is to come in the future for the Lord and for all those who believe. They've seen, so that's verified for them, right? They've seen Moses and Elijah in real life, as one of the other Gospels says, that they were in glory also, that they were glorified. They've seen Moses and Elijah who had died from a corporeal body hundreds and thousands of years before, but they see them live. Now, they know that there is life after the death of these bodies. They know that there is a resurrection from the dead because they've seen those that still are. They're still alive, okay? They know this now. They know that there is the Most High God, and the Most High God himself, Father himself, has spoken to them. They heard the voice of God. Uh, you see the in Scripture where people will hear the voice of God? Okay? People often like to say, well, the voice of God is rare, and it's rare that the Lord does this. Okay, so... So, okay. Now, a lot of times when people say that, they, that the Lord spoke to them, they want to say it and they come across as if it was in a conversational th type of thing. 
and that is rare, and usually it's not the truth when they say that in that way. And quite often, I'm not saying they're saying it maliciously. They're just saying it out of ignorance. These guys, though, they heard him say, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Their response is the response that you, I'm going to say, always have when somebody hears the voice of God. They fell on their face. They hit their face, and they're terrified. I've known a couple of people that I believe and trust have heard the voice of God, the audible voice of God, and they always say the same thing. That is a terrifying sound, and they really don't want to hear it again. It's not something you go search. Oh, God, I want to hear your voice today, okay? When somebody's acting flippantly and behaving that way about the voice of God, that's a pretty good sign to me that they haven't really experienced it. Jesus comes over, and he touches them, and he comforts them. He says, get up. Do not be terrified. Do you see what all they have experienced right here? All that happened at this moment in time. Now, let's go over here and see what uh, Mark has to say about it. Uh, Peter says to Jesus, Rabbi, it's good for us to be here. Let us make three tabernacles, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah. For he did not know what to answer, for they became terrified. So they were terrified before they were terrified when they hear the voice. Then a cloud formed, overshadowing them, and a voice came out of the cloud. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. All at once they looked around and saw no one with them anymore except Jesus alone. So Mark doesn't give the, uh, the account of them falling on their faces you know, before him. Uh, let's go over and see what Luke has to say. Uh, back up a little more. Now, Peter and his companions had become overcome with sleep. But when they were fully awake, now this is even interesting because they're fully awake now. They had been asleep because Jesus had been praying apparently. They're fully awake, and they saw Jesus in his glory talking with these two men. So they're awake in the natural. They see this thing. Later on, Jesus describes this as a vision. But I think he's just basically saying, hey, you saw this. Okay, you saw this. Because the things that we see occurring in the natural, falling down and this stuff. And as they were leaving him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three tabernacles, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah, not realizing what he was saying. While he was saying this, a cloud formed and began to overshadow them. And they were afraid as they entered the cloud. So they were fearful before when they uh, saw Jesus here transfigured. They're fearful as the cloud is forming. They're fearful as they're going in the cloud. Then they're fearful when the voice comes out of the cloud. Then a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my son, my chosen one. Listen to him. And when the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone. And they kept silent and reported to no one in those days any of the things which they had seen. So Luke jumps ahead and tells us that. We're going to see that in just a few verses, I guess the next episode, uh, that Jesus tells them that. Don't say anything about what has occurred right here until the Son of Man has risen from the dead. So I just want you to think about what had occurred here. Jesus had told all his disciples, there's going to be some of y'all here, that will see the Son of Man come in his glory, and you'll see this before you die. It was six days later, and Jesus took Peter, James, and John, and they saw this. And they saw Jesus transfigured, and they saw his face shining, okay, like the brilliance of the sun. They saw his garments uh, as white, as whiter than any laundry could do. They saw him gleaming. <laughs> 
they saw Moses and Elijah speaking with Jesus. And not only did they see this, but I think they heard what they were talking about because they were talking about speaking of his departure. Okay, Now, how did Luke know that they were speaking of the departure? Well, the Spirit re- reveals it to him. Also, Peter would have told him about it, Okay, about the things they were talking about, about what Jesus was about to accomplish in Jerusalem. And then they're overwhelmed with this cloud overshadowing them, and the voice of God comes out and says, This is my beloved chosen son with whom I'm well pleased. Y'all listen to him. <laughs> okay? Their face hits the ground. They're terrified. They don't even get up. Jesus comes over and says, Get up. Do not be afraid. And guess what? They lift up their eyes. Moses, Elijah, they're gone. The cloud's gone. And there's Jesus himself alone. Boy, you talk about a point of preparation for these three guys right here. It's amazing, is it not? Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. This is in Matthew chapter 17, the first few verses. Go read it. Meditate upon it. See what the Word says to you. I'll see you next time.